I'm Holly. I'm a business strategist who loves a good plan and flowchart and is crazy passionate about teaching women like you how to build your dream job and scale to six figures and beyond without sacrificing your weekends and priorities. I believe strongly to my core that you can create a routine you love with the right strategy, product suite, aka what you are actually selling, and simple systems to create a lifestyle that works and a business that scales without burnout. Because here's the thing, it's not just about managing your time. It's about embracing that time freedom and really working on unlocking that freedom together so that you can do more of what you love. After 22 years in corporate strategy, working for Fortune 500 companies, I ditched the office to build a now seven-figure business with my husband full-time. And P.S., we did it in less than two years during the pandemic with twins. Oh my goodness. My goal here is to provide you with unfiltered insights into behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. What works, what doesn't, practical tips you can implement right now, as in right after listening. I want you to consider this podcast, your online business MBA, delivered directly to your inbox, intertwined with the realities of being a working mom, exploring life, and the invaluable lessons learned along the way. Think of the Crush the Rush podcast as your weekly one-stop shop for actionable business planning, guiding you on the next steps and explaining the why, the really important things behind each move. We'll keep you motivated and uplifted as you learn from some of the industry's best experts. So grab your sparkly beverage, I'm sipping on a chai tea, and get ready to learn to do less better. Let's scale your dream business and finally have the freedom to focus more on what you love. This is the Crush the Rush podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, I want to talk to you about something brand new we have created called the Summer Antisocial School Mini Mind. Now, hear me out. Summer is here. So if you're like me, you're thinking about vacations and beach days and poolside cocktails, and you might be thinking, hey, I'm just going to put my business on pause so that I can enjoy my time and I'll come back in the fall. But here's the thing, your competition is not putting their business on pause. So let's think of a way where it can be both. It can be both fun and profitable, and you don't have to stop everything. Just a few short summers ago, I was in your position in what I would call a social media zombie, right? So endlessly scrolling, looking for answers, feeling like I was forcing myself to go to these networking businesses. And when I stopped, my business stopped. So I was feeling even more burnt out, which you might be feeling, but also working full time. And I felt like I was missing my kids' best years. So instead of wanting to go outside and play with them, I was barely holding my eyes open. And it took a huge toll on our family and me personally and mentally. So if you're nodding yes to this, this is where my antisocial framework actually came from because I needed to figure out a way to constantly fuel my business with leads all while I could step away. So it's all about ditching the social drama and focusing on growth and income strategies that work for you. So you're not chasing followers, you're just building real connections. But I get it, you don't wanna sign up for a long, complicated program over the summer, which is why we are excited to introduce you to the Anti-Social School Minimind. Class doesn't start until September, so you can enjoy your schedule and your summer, but 
Like I said, your competition isn't taking a vacation. So we created three months of resources that you can apply to your business schedule on your own time. Just go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to learn more. And when you put down a deposit, you get one free quarter in our club, which gives you weekly access to me to hold you accountable. Plus, we're gifting you the first module in antisocial school if you want to get ahead and every resource we've ever created in our Crush the Rush library. So don't let your business hit pause this summer. Enroll in the antisocial school summer mini mine with a deposit and unlock a summer of growth and profit. Just head over to hollymariehaines.com forward slash antisocial to join us. On this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast, we're talking with my friend and fellow founder and CEO and podcast host, Megan Gillespie. And we're digging into the power of community as a mom and a business owner and why you should build your business around your identity and really sharing that unique balance of being vulnerable to attract your ideal clients. Megan is a mama, mentor, podcast host, published author, and founder and CEO of Boss Ladies and Babies, a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, which we talk about today and even give some examples of how you can use that to grow your business. Through her journey, through self-discovery and motherhood, she's found the secret to live a life and thrive in business with ease, which P.S. she has two children, is a realtor, and has a full-time business without sacrificing her motherhood experience and has been inspired to use her platform and voice to help other women like you do the same. We're going to talk about how to embrace who you are as a boss and a mom and ditch the fears of being taken less seriously because of motherhood, as well as feeling confident in the highs and lows of life and sharing your vulnerability. You are going to love Megan's story and all the advice she has to offer. Hi, Megan. Welcome to the podcast. How are you? Hello. I am so good. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to chat today. I'm so excited. Also, I know we were like digging in before we even started recording about all the things that you have built. Not only are you a mom, but you have a pretty robust product suite that you're managing through the ebbs and flows of motherhood, which I think is just really, really amazing. But you, I think you really embrace doing both at the same time, which is something we talk about quite a bit here. So tell us a little bit about your family and what you do and how you got started. Yeah. Thank you. And thank you for saying that. I love that. That is, you know, being apparent through what I'm doing because that is like my main goal of everything. But yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm Megan Gillespie and I am a mentor for mom business owners and I have a three and a half year old. She's actually going to be four in August and a baby on the way due at the end of July. And I have been an entrepreneur, like boss lady, business-minded woman for as long as I can remember. And, you know, when I decided to have a family and become a mom, it really inspired so many different things for me, which is really what I'm doing now with my platform, Boss Ladies and Babies. And I just am on a giant mission to encourage women that you can be an entrepreneur, you can be a boss lady, and you can also have children and not sacrifice your motherhood experience or hide the fact that you're a mom to your audience and kind of, you know, 
have to choose what part of yourself you want to show at what time. And so once I became a mom and realized that I don't want to choose, I know there's other women who don't want to choose. Like I am on a mission to teach people how to do this as I'm figuring it out myself. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And I, you know, I think let's dig into that a minute because you're an author, you have a podcast. I mentioned you have a pretty robust product suite. You're going to have two young children. So I know I share behind the scenes of how we do things, but I'm super curious, like if you could give us a little insight into like what a day looks like, like, how are you making all that work together? Yeah. Yeah. Great question. Sometimes (laughs) I wonder the same thing. I'm also a real estate agent on the side. Oh my gosh. Like you are like super mom. I sometimes, sometimes I'm not, but (laughs) for the most part, I feel like I have it all together because I've been pretty intentional about how I do things. And my passion for my business is just as strong as my passion for wanting to be the kind of mom that I always dreamed of being. And so I make sure that when I set up my day and when I set up my life, I'm really honoring both parts of myself so that I can be present in both sides of that without having to really choose or, you know, drop the ball on one end or the other. Now it's Mm -hmm. not always perfect. Of course, you know, things happen. Motherhood and entrepreneurship are both pretty unpredictable, but generally speaking, the way that, you know, I've set my mindset and I've worked my schedule to make this work has worked really well for me. And so, you know, when I had my daughter, I realized like, I don't have a choice, but to make this work because I'm so passionate about both things. And that's obviously shifted and transitioned as she's, you know, grown and gone through different stages. And my business has gone through different stages. But so as of right now with her being, you know, pretty self-sufficient three and a half, things are, you know, a little bit easier. I've been home with her as her primary caregiver, her entire life up until just September of last year. And even now she's only out of the house for like four hours a week. Right. And so I had to figure out how am I going to make this work? So a typical day kind of looks like this. I get up before my daughter. I'm very, very adamant on starting my day myself and not having a tiny human telling me how my day is going to start. And so I make sure that I always get up a couple hours before my daughter. I have a little bit of time to myself. And then I spend about an hour and a half doing some really focused and intentional work in the morning. I have, I'm so creative in the morning. I'm able to do like a lot of my, you know, writing and long form content and things like that in the morning. Then when my daughter gets up, I completely turn off business mode and I'm able to jump into mom mode without feeling guilty or feeling like I'm dropping the ball or missing out on things in business. And I spend time, you know, with my daughter, we do breakfast, we do our morning activities, we do all of the mom family chores, all of those things until it is her midday nap time, which she no longer naps. So I was just going to ask how that's going. (laughs) (laughs) She takes what we like to call, and she named this herself. She takes a timeout and she just plays quietly and safely in her room and her playroom for a couple hours in the middle of the day. And then again, I have those hours of very intentional, focused, dedicated time to work. And then when she's awake, it's back, you know, it's back to the mom mode. It's back to family mode. And I'm able to make these shifts back and forth throughout the day to be able to do all of the things that I want to do each day. Yeah. I love that. So I want to dig into, so I used to call it nap time hustle 
It was yes, like, I do too. <laughs> it was like, well, my girls never slept at the same time, which is like a whole nother podcast episode. But like, how do you feel like you're not hustling? Cause I do feel like when you have just like tiny pockets of time all the time, it, it is hard to switch between what, like if you're, let's say you're working and then you're, you know, doing family stuff and then you're going back to work, or then maybe you're, you know, you have a career and you're going to show houses, like you're fitting in all the things. How do you manage not feeling like you're hustling all the time? Yeah. I have so many mixed feelings about the word hustle, which I know is like I know. such a thing right now, but you know, at the end of the day, there are times where you have to hustle. Like it's just the way that it is. And I tell you what, setting yourself against a ticking time bomb clock that is going to wake up or, you know, barge in and throw you off your game is really motivating to get a lot of things done. Now I personally work really well under pressure. That's just how I've always Mm -hmm. been. So when I sit down and I know, okay, I have two hours to get things done what are those things going to be? And I make a plan ahead of time of what I'm going to do in those two hours, because, you know, a a hustling little time block can go by really fast where you feel like you've completely wasted your time. If you don't have a plan, or you can look at your to-do list and realize, wow, I just crossed off like 10, 15 things while I was hustling because I had that set up and I knew exactly what I was going to be working on ahead of time. Yeah. I don't like the word hustle or balance either, but I will say like, there are times in the morning where I'm like, Holly, you got to hustle for like 90 minutes and then you can like chill for a minute. Yeah. So there is like a season of maybe it's pushing yourself to, to stay focused. Um, I think too, like the more that you do it for me, you know, that's just, that's how I've set things up for myself. And the more that I do it, the less often it feels like a hustle. Like it just feels like these are my working hours where I know I'm going to be working and I know I have this amount of time to get it done. And whatever I don't finish in that time, I'll figure it out later. But you know, these are the hours that I'm working. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we wanted, I want to dive into a little bit more about the topic today. And that is, it's okay to share that it doesn't have to be perfect, which I think as a business owner and a mom, like I try really hard to share like real life behind scenes. Like I was just sharing before this episode, like we're recording this episode in the afternoon. The girls have dance class literally right after this. I have a different outfit than I had on earlier because I'm going to dinner after dance class. And there's like all these logistics that you really don't see or hear when you're like listening to the podcast episode. But I think it's important to share that vulnerability of like, yeah, here's why I changed my outfits twice. And this is why like this is happening now. Why do you think that's so important? And maybe why is it so hard? Because I know you have a, a pretty big community as well for women to share that side. Yeah, I think it definitely is really challenging for a lot of us. And, you know, when I became pregnant with my daughter, again, I had built this huge reputation for myself, my entire identity off of the fact that I was a business professional and this is how I wanted people to see me. I was all business. You know, this was only four years ago, a little longer than that, you know, that people were really feeling like I need to show up and talk about business. I remember I had a boss tell me one time, 
if you have to do something personal, tell your clients that you have an appointment, never tell them that you're going to, you know, get your hair done or your kid's soccer game or whatever. You want to make sure that you're always presenting yourself as professional. And this was kind of like the mindset that I was groomed in as I built my career for all of these years. And then I decided to become a mom and, you know, told you guys how passionate I am about motherhood and business. And I really had that moment of I'm freaking out. How am I supposed to maintain this like professional facade at all times and also be a mom? I was a brand new mom. I had no idea what to expect, but I had a pretty good idea that I wasn't going to be able to do that. There were going to be times where my motherhood experience was going to overshadow my professional life. And so that's when I really decided to start my podcast where I sat down and said, I am going to be vulnerable and talk about this to other women because I can't be the only person feeling this way. And I'm really struggling with this. And I am terrified that if people know I'm a mom, they are going to take me less seriously. If people know I'm a mom, they're going to choose someone else over me who is going to be less of a, almost a liability was the, the feeling that I was having. And it just didn't sit right with me. And I refused mm-hmm. to accept that. And so from that moment on, I started my podcast at my dining room table on my iPhone, talking about these huge, scary things that were happening in my life, this transition that I was facing. And I've decided to never look back from that because in my opinion, the only way that you're ever going to find any kind of quote unquote balance in your life is if you are embracing every part of your life and you're putting it out there and you can choose how much you want to put out there. Right. You know, I had a person tell me, I was talking to them on clubhouse a few weeks ago and they said something along the lines of, I don't want to have my Instagram pasted with puppies and babies because I'm a professional and I want people to know that I'm a professional. But for me, puppies and babies is a huge part. Like I would want to work with somebody that had puppies and babies. Yes. And so, you know, really choosing what parts of yourself are so important to you, as important to you as business and can't be kind of set on the back burner so that you can maintain this professional image. So you don't have to put yourself out there crying, like in the bathroom about something that happened if you don't want to, but you can really pick and choose like what parts of yourself are kind of non-negotiables that are going to show up whether you like it or not. And for me, that's motherhood and being really raw and vulnerable about motherhood is the only way that I'm able to maintain a successful career and be the kind of mom that I want to be. Well, I also think it's like your identity, right? So like for me, it just feels way harder if I only shared business strategy, right? Like yesterday I actually shared a Instagram story about a lemon tree and I got more comments about the lemon tree than I did like whatever else I shared about like content or something. And I think it just goes to show that like people want to see like the real and raw, like they're just tired of the like sort of filtered perfect. Like we all know that that's not how it exists. And we all have like professional photos and things like that, which is fine, but it's really like just sharing like the different highs and lows, if you will, of different pieces and parts. Yeah. And I also think, you know, when you're too perfect, when you show up too perfect, it really intimidates people and they're less likely to want to work with you. They feel 
just, you know, afraid, or they start to feel that imposter syndrome, or they start to compare themselves to you for these like perfect images that you're putting out there of your perfect life, like the highlight reel. Right. Yeah. And I just, I vowed to never do that. I have built everything I've done around keeping it real. And sometimes that doesn't look great and I'm okay sharing that. And the best thing about it as a mom is that, you know, when things come up in your life, like when family things come up or something happens with your kids or you're having a hard time or you're pregnant and you're sick your entire first trimester and can't keep up with your workload, your audience, they understand you a lot more and they can empathize with you and they respect you more because they understand pieces of your life from you being so vulnerable. Yeah. I think that makes so much sense. And honestly, it's just so much easier. So given that you've got a podcast and a community and all the things, when you talk to other women about being a working parent, what advice would you give them about trying to just share more of their authentic self? Like if they're nervous to share sort of like, I always say like share behind the scenes, people want to see. And then everyone's like, well, no one wants to see that. Like, and I'm like, yes, they do. Everyone wants to see that. Yeah. I think, you know, just make the first step. Like I said, you don't have to like dump every personal detail about yourself out there, but the idea of even simply showing your face and I say simply, and I guess that may be a little insensitive because to me it feels simple, but to a lot of people that does feel really scary. So the idea of even showing your face and posting a picture, posting a selfie, getting on your story and actually talking to your audience. I mean, that is a great place to start right there. And then also thinking about what are the things that you're passionate about and really knowing who your audience is and thinking, what are the things that I'm passionate about that also my audience can really relate to? Because, you know, they're going back to, you know, the objection I had from somebody about, I don't want to post all this stuff because I'm a professional. I want to post about business there can be a little bit of a strategy behind your vulnerability and Mm -hmm. not in a calculated way, but in a way that's going to make you be able to show up, be who you are, but also really let your clients get to know you and find common ground with you so that they can say, Hey, me too. And that's what we all want to feel right now. We all want to feel heard and to be able to say me too, and feel like we're relating to other people out there. Yeah. I always show like my office is typically pretty clean, but my closet literally usually has like two or three baskets of laundry because I hate putting it away. So it's interesting because I think everyone thinks that I'm like this super organized person, which for the most part I am, but there are pieces and parts like, like you can't do all the things all the time. And so I think being able to share that is really, really helpful as well. Any other tips as maybe just a working parent? that you think might be helpful for our audience? Yeah, I think, you know, remembering that you don't have to do everything at once. I feel like when you're really passionate about your business and you have big ideas and you have these big goals, it's really easy to feel like you want to do everything. And especially if you have a limited amount of time, you want to get it all done in this limited amount of time that you have, and you can end up just biting off so much more than you can chew. And that's going to quickly lead you to overwhelm. And Mm -hmm. so I think, you know, focusing on one thing that you want to get started with, but then also having a space where you store all of these other ideas and all these other things that you want to do so that they don't get lost and they're written down. And you know, that when the time is right, you can 
get these things done. And another thing that I like to share is really paying attention to the seasons of your life that you're in, right? Because sometimes you might be in a season of life where you can tackle several big ideas that you have on that list, or you might be in a season of life where you can maybe get one big thing done and you have to be okay with that. And so I think, you know, that flexibility and understanding that you don't have to do it all in a day. You're doing a lot by also being a parent and raising children that your business can, it can grow with you and it can ebb and flow with your lifestyle. Yeah. I love that so much. So much good advice here. And I think it's just really fun following along your journey because you do share sort of all the ups and downs and it's very much an inspiration, especially if you have young kids or honestly, if you're just trying to balance multiple things at one time. So at the end of every podcast, we always ask a couple of questions. My first question is, I think you already answered this morning person or evening person. And what's your routine? Yeah, definitely morning person and the routine. Yeah. Like I said, I wake up before my daughter and I go down to, (laughs) I, I described this at a summit I spoke at a few months ago and it's stuck with somebody from that summit so much. And so I just have to share, I go down to like my special place. It's almost like my vacation spot within my house. And it's this brown leather couch that I had to have. My husband would be rolling his eyes when he hears me talk about this. I had to have this couch and literally no one else in the house sits on it, but me. It's, it's a big like sectional couch and it is my couch. Oh, (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I go down. It's my favorite room in the house, the front room. And I have my coffee and I sit on my brown couch and I take a few minutes, you know, to just sit there by myself and reflect do my gratitude, do my journal, look over my plan for the day. And then I get to work. And in the mornings I work right there on that Brown couch because it's my favorite place. And like I said, it's my creative time in the morning and I get so much done. And then, you know, when I'm done with that, I put it away and it's ready for mom time. I love that. Okay. Second question. What book are you currently reading? So to be honest, I'm not really reading any books right now besides like dusting off like the breastfeeding books and the birthing books because that's all coming soon. But the last book that I read that I really loved, it was gifted to me actually. It's called Boss Up and it's by Lindsay Teague Moreno. And it, it was such a fun interactive book that she's talking about it says right here on the book, this ain't your mama's business book. And she's talking about being a mom and being full streams of income entrepreneur. And it definitely has like different things that you can do within the book to help figure out your own path. And it was really inspirational and a fun read. Oh, it's by, I think it's by Lindsay and John Acuff, who I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's like super motivational. So I'm adding that to my list. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then last but not least, just for fun, what was the last thing you purchased on Amazon? Oh my gosh. Good question. I'm like, there's been <laughs> so much. <laughs> it was like a daily occurrence in our house. Really? Yeah. I know sometimes I get packages. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't remember ordering that. I don't remember a box should be coming. It was probably something for our baby's nursery. I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Not that had to be what it was. Yeah. 
I love that. That's yeah. always great for like last minute decorating items or like just essentials. Yeah. Which is perfect. Everything. So thank it. you so much, Megan. This was so good. And just, I think inspirational to hear how other people who have kids and a business and a job or whatever the mix is, you know, can really, I don't want to say balance, but prioritize between all the things. And it's just, I just love hearing other people's journeys. So thank you so much for sharing yours. Why don't you tell us where we can find you, the podcast and what you have coming up? Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I love talking about this kind of stuff and I love connecting with women like you who are, you know, so open about motherhood and business. And I feel like the more that we can talk about this, the easier it is for women to really feel confident going out there and living their dreams and realizing that you can have the, you know, business of your dreams around the life you love without making any sacrifices. And I think that's so important to remember. You can do these things. You really can. So I'm really thankful for being on here today. You can find more about me anywhere online at boss ladies and babies. And the podcast is also called Boss Ladies and Babies. We have two episodes that come out every week, a mini episode, which is quick business tips, and then a full-length episode where we bring on other women to share their experiences and their expertise. Head over to bossladiesandbabies.com and you can see all of the courses and education that I offer. My goal is to have resources for women at any stage of business and any stage of motherhood to help you be able to do all the things that you want to do. And lastly... My book is called The Millennial's Guide for Working Parents, and it was written by myself and two other amazing, incredible mompreneurs. One of them works a corporate job. One of them has more of a side hustle at home. And then there's me who's doing a little bit of both. And we came together to create this really easy to digest guide that can help you as a working parent. You just flip through what problem are you having? Here's a solution from three different perspectives. So it was a really fun book. To that write. is so fun. Yeah, it was really cool. I was on a podcast as a guest and the host reached out and was like, you know what? This was so great. I have this opportunity for you. Want to write a book? And I was like, what? That's so awesome. <laughs> Writing a book is literally on my like five, 10 year goal list yeah. right here. Posted up in front of me. Sure. I'll write a book. So that's on Amazon or anywhere that you buy your books, like Target, Barnes and Nobles, things like that. And then when you check out the Boss Ladies and Babies offer suite, you'll see something on there called Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters, which is my little baby that I am so proud of and so in love with. And it's a membership community for women to come together and connect with each other who get it. They're connecting with other women who are growing their businesses and raising their babies and really understand those highs and lows of motherhood and business and supporting each other and encouraging each other, learning from each other. And it's just been a really, really beautiful space. So make sure you check that out too. So amazing. So many good resources. We are going to link them all. And thank you so much, Megan. Yes. Thank you so, so much.
Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Crush the Rush podcast. I honestly feel like this podcast is an extension of me and our community. And so I hope you come back and listen for more. If you're feeling inspired and ready to take action, there's actually some really amazing ways that you can stay connected with us. Number one, if you want to see this episode come to life with visuals and bonus behind the scenes, you can head over to our YouTube channel, which is at Holly Marie Haynes. We like to post some bonuses there. So I hope that you're excited to learn more about these topics. And then as always, you can leave a review. Your feedback helps this show grow and reach more amazing listeners just like you. We've made it really, really easy. You can simply go to hollymariehaines.com forward slash podcast and click the review button. You can also find custom playlists and more to just say thank you and offer you another amazing way to give you some support. And then last but not least, if you have questions about today's episode or a topic that you would love to have covered in the future, you can just go to hollymurrayhaines.com forward slash chat. And it's me behind the scenes answering all the questions. You can text me, send me a video, leave me a message. It's super cool. And like I said, I hope that this podcast is just an extension of our relationship together. So remember that you are capable of achieving incredible things. Keep up the amazing work and I can't wait to connect with you more.